You're listening to the Get Out of Your Own Damn Way podcast, episode number 126. You have that one person in your life that lies down in front of you on the tracks every time you board the change train. It's hard enough to deal with your own doubts and fears, but what do you do when you also have to carry someone else's baggage? Simple. Look them straight in the eye and say, don't mess with my toot toot. Welcome to the Get Out of Your Own Damn Way podcast. I'm your host, Creelan Peters. Each week, I bring you inspiring messages to help you create the life you're meant to lead. Buckle up, buttercups. Hey, Fear Busters. Welcome to the show. We are going to talk about some toxicity today. That's right. I said it. What do you do with those toxic people in your life who are keeping you down? We've all got them. We've all experienced them. Some of us have purged them from our lives, but they keep coming up because there's a lot of toxicity out there right now. There always seems to be, always seems that there will be, and it's up to us, you and me, to figure out how to kick that crap out of the picture. Because when you're facing some pretty awesome changes in your life, the last thing you need is someone who's coming around mucking everything up with all of their toxic crap that they're bringing, right? So a couple weeks ago in episode number 124, I talked about what support does not look like. And if you haven't listened to that episode, I invite you to do that. Um, you can find that and the show notes on my website at creelin.com slash 124. That's K-R-Y-L-Y-N.com slash 124. And I went over four ways to tell if someone is not supportive. And then last week, I, I talked about in episode 125, what support does look like. And I gave you some four things to look for in people who are truly supportive. So if you haven't listened to that one either, I would definitely recommend you do. And you can do that at creelin.com slash 125, K-R-Y-L-Y-N.com slash 125. But today I wanted to talk a little bit deeper about that negative side uh, of things. Because what's going to happen is that People, some people are going to be really threatened when you're going through change and they're going to show their fangs. Okay. And we've all got this. We've all experienced this and had to deal with it. And I gave you some really great tips in how to deal with that over the last couple episodes. But today I specifically want to talk about the toxic, those chronically negative, yucky, toxic people who just do not want to see you succeed. And you could probably think of at least one person in your life who is still in your life or maybe someone you've already kicked out. But the thing is that you might experience that toxicity again in another person because it happens. I know I have cut out a lot of toxic people from my life, including people who share the same blood as me. And it's been rough, it's been hard, and it's been exhilarating because not having that around really allows you to go about things in a different way, in a more meaningful and in a bigger way. But it can be really scary and can be really hard. So I wanna give you some specific tips to deal with any toxic people 
that you have in your life. So tip number one is to simply let it go. And I know this is really super hard, especially if you're related to the toxic person. I know I've had to do this with someone that I'm related to and it was, wow, it took a long time. It took, it was like stages that we had to go through, that I had to go through in letting go. But once you realize that they are creating this drama that doesn't really have anything to do with you, it becomes a little easier. And the only way that you can manage that is to let it go and to not engage. So being able to walk away from it, to step away from it, to not let it affect you, to not get sucked into that person's drama, because some people just need to make it all about them. Even when you are in the midst of a big change, they want to make it about them. They want to make their discomfort um, something that is your fault. They want to be able to blame you for how they are not liking the change. And it's just not helpful. It's not helpful for them either. So letting it go, even though what's going to happen is they're going to push back. <laughs> so fair warning is that typically when you've got a really highly toxic person in your life, when you start to make changes in the relationship and to let go and to do some of these other things that I'm going to talk about today, um, they are going to push back. They are going to come at you a little harder and you've got to stand your ground. So the first tip is to let it go, is just to not let their drama affect you. Second tip is to confront it. Okay, this is to stand up for yourself Tell someone it's not okay what they're doing, okay? And this has to do with taking ownership of how you're feeling, not blaming them. So you've got to take responsibility for your own communication here, for your own feelings. Say, this is how I'm feeling and I want you to stop it. So it's making that request. It's saying, I feel this way and I don't appreciate this, or I would rather you do this, or I don't want you to do this. I feel hurt or angry or upset or afraid, right? So if you're feeling fearful because of how someone's treating you, that's a pretty big sign you need to get away from that, okay? Probably physically and emotionally. So I'm going to let you decide. But confronting it, being able to stand your ground, being able to stand up for yourself Say, this is how I feel when you do this. And also being able to make a request. Now, again, they don't have to follow your request. They don't have to do crap, right? You can make a request and they can walk all over it. They can decide not to do anything with that. Um, they could decide to do a whole lot of things with that. But that's not up to you. You have the responsibility to stand up for yourself. And then you have control over how you do that, and then how you respond to them after they have had time to react to what you have done to confront or to stand up for yourself. But you do not have control over what they do. And sometimes we get sucked into that drama and we want, we get sucked into it because it's a distraction too, right? It distracts us from the discomfort that we're feeling with the change. And then we can also say, 
well, they don't like that I'm doing this, so I'm just not gonna do it anymore. And then you can blame them, right? So don't fall into this trap. Don't fall into the trap of allowing someone else's drama to suck you in and then you get to be the martyr or the victim because that's not what this is about. Making changes in your life is about taking responsibility. It's about taking control over what you do. You will never have control over what other people do, but you have control over what you do and how you respond. So having that and being able to exercise that is putting you in a place of power, of being in a place to build your confidence and to say, look, look at what I am capable of. So when you allow yourself to get sucked into the drama, that's almost giving into your sabotage. It's giving into allowing someone else to have ownership of your process. And when you are in that place of being able to go, oh, well, it's their fault. They didn't like it and it's their fault that I wasn't successful. That puts you back into this victim. And that's not who you are. That is not who you are. It may be where you have fallen into because I guarantee we have all fallen into that victim role at one point or another or many points in our lives. But you have an opportunity and you have a choice and you have a responsibility to yourself to go, this toxicity is not helping me. And it may give me a safe place to hide, but if you really wanna change, then you need to stand up for yourself and understand that it is okay to cut this out, to say no. And this leads really well into my last tip, which is to set a boundary, okay? So you can confront someone and they just decide that they are not going to play with you anymore. You know, they're gonna take their ball and they're gonna go away, but then they're gonna come back and smack you in the face with the ball. So now you need to set a boundary. So if those things aren't working, if letting it go isn't working, if confronting it isn't working, setting a boundary might be a good next step. Setting a boundary is a great way to stand up for yourself. This is where you draw a line in the sand and it's just like this behavior on this side of the line is okay, but as soon as you cross that line over onto the other side, it is not okay. So there's an art to setting boundaries. And I did an entire episode on this in episode number 90, Boundary Setting for Dummies. So I am totally invite you to go listen to that because I'm not going to get as detailed right now. Um, and you can go listen to that at creeland.com slash 90, K-R-Y-L-Y-N dot com slash 90 and get a really great process for setting boundaries. But definitely boundary setting is imperative with the toxic person because often, more often than not, they are not going to respect your boundary. They're not going to respect you confronting. They're not going to respect you letting go. They're going to keep pushing and pushing and pushing, like I said, because what happens is they know how to act to get the response from you that they want. But when they have to, or when they see you acting differently, then they have to respond differently, which means that they are going to come at you a little harder or from a different angle. 
Okay. So when you're practicing this, trying to get that toxicity out of your life, it typically is going to get a little more challenging before it gets better because of this phenomenon where you're, you're pulling away, you're setting the boundary, you're doing what you need to do to take care of yourself and get away from that toxicity. They are going to come at you harder from different angles and it's, it's going to be challenging. Okay. I'm not going to lie. It's going to be challenging, but setting boundaries is the best way to deal with that because what you're doing is you are saying that once they cross this line, we're done. Like there, there's, there's a consequence and you're going to have to figure out what that consequence is. And if you listen to episode 90, that will help you with that process. But your consequence is something that you don't even need to tell them. You might just have it in your head. As soon as this happens, then this is the consequence. Either like I'm cutting off communication or, um, or whatever, or whatever it is. But I just wanted to go over this because it's really important. I, as you know, I'm not one to sweep things under the rug. I want to be real with you and let you know that change is going to come with some crap. It is. And it's not just all rainbows and unicorns, and it's not just a straight, uh, easy, what am I trying to say, a non-turbulent path um, from the time you start until the time you get there. There's just a lot that can come up. And this is what can come up. In order to be successful in your change, in reaching your goals, you are going to need to figure out where you stand on dealing with negative and toxic people because it's going to come up. And you may even recognize yourself as being toxic in how you're dealing with your change. So you might be your own bully. I did an episode on beating your inner bully too. I'll put that in the show notes um, if you want to go back and listen to that one, um, if you haven't, or listen to it again. And so we can be our own toxic. We can. Um, and there's definitely strategies to deal with that. But there's a special kind of thing that we need to do with these other these toxic people because we run into them. We, you know, we're all faced with it. And it's important to know what to do and how to deal with it because this is your time. This is your awesome kick-ass change that you are doing to better your life. And you need as much support in doing that. And toxic does not equal support. It is like the antithesis. So we need to cut this stuff out, recognize it, and then deal with it. So I hope those three tips help you. And I will catch you on the next one. Thanks for listening to the Get Out of Your Own Damn Way podcast. If you've been inspired, please share the podcast with your friends. You can find us on iTunes or at Creelin.com. K-R-Y-L-Y-N.com.